Okay, so I think this might be the most important episode we've ever done. Yeah, I would entirely agree with that. Because of the events that transpired late Monday night. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yes, I'm I'm familiar with what you're talking about. And Disney I don't re- Plus has been released. <laughs> At no other point in time will we be so close to being search engine optimized, Evan. Yeah, we this is really like need the... to hit this one home. Yeah. So so um yeah, because there's a couple things about Disney Plus that are important. And the first of those is that it's new, it's hot, everybody's talking about it. The second part about it is everybody's going to be like, I wonder if they have DCOMs. Everybody cares the most about the Disney Channel original movies that you can get on Disney Plus for only $7 a month. Can you believe that? What that's a great so deal. Af- that's really good. That's very affordable. Um, and, and, and I'm going to highly recommend it for... For the simple fact that uh, <laughs> we we should probably start getting it too. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> For you know the whole money situation. Because these movies these movies were costing like four dollars a a movie to a pop. rent. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's sort of hitting the hitting the old uh, old wallet with a big with a big with a that's big. That's like fifteen dollars a month. That's ridiculous. <laughs> And then plus the hosting fees. I mean, plus come that, yeah. on. For jokes? Are you kidding me? Are we on Disney Plus? Did we, right. get, did we get did put we get on there? Did we get the cut? Do we get a cut? I wonder if you could contact, you know that like parody Disney Plus account? Yeah. I wonder if you could contact them and be like, hey, Please put our shill. podcast there. Please shill us. <laughs> Please shill us to your followers. Thank you. But the people are going to be searching like, you know, DCOM, Disney Plus... Exactly. So They're going to be vote... looking up like, what is this crazy movie? The ultimate Christmas present? Right. Uh, maybe be I like, should read the plot synopsis. This is so funny. Um, but I, I think, I think, um, I vote we change the podcast name just for this week to Decom Plus. Decom Plus. <laughs> yeah, just to just in case to grab those people. Ooh. Would that work? Not at all. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll just put it in the Cause, tags. Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna get that SEO first, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Are they gonna sort of steal our bag here, and we're gonna be drowned <laughs> out by Disney Plus? Like you mean in terms of SEO or? Yeah. Yeah, almost certainly. <laughs> Sick, <laughs> almost, dude. Almost certainly, it's gonna be like people are gonna look up Thirteenth um, Year, and they're gonna see on Disney Plus, and they're gonna be like, "Well, there you go." Found it. <laughs> Don't need to click on these videos. So we need to we need to really, really just knock this one out of the park, okay, Evan? This has Which, got to be the funniest one. I mean, that's easy. We sort of been batting a thousand uh, for the past, you know, mm-hmm. twenty four episodes. Oh so. yeah. So hundred uh, percent. Um, running on all cylinders. All cylinders go pushing it to eleven. Do you want me to read you the plot synopsis to The Ultimate Christmas Present? I would love it if you would. The Ultimate Christmas Present, 2000. Comedy slash family, one hour, 25 minutes. Two girls plan to close school by making it snow in Los Angeles jeopardizes Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, so there is a little bit more to it than that, and that means my bet on it, bet on it. It did fail. There is barely anything more to this. The only thing else to it is that they didn't plan on it. They sort of discovered it by by way of discovering a weather machine that, that Santa had thrown in the garbage. Yes. It's going to um, be a tough one to be the funniest episode, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking it up. So there, there's a younger brother character in this movie, Evan. Mm-hmm. What age mm-hmm. did you think that kid was? Like in show or in human? In human years. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like seven. He was eight. Okay. Which now means that he is married. <laughs> oh, yeah, because this came out in 2000. Yeah, he's so like he's 27 like years old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's weird to think about. Were That's you why alive when this movie came out, Evan? 
What at what time of year was this? Oh gee, man. Uh, hmm, let me think. Could have been January. How would it have been January? No, I was definitely alive at this point. That's uh, cool. I was I was alive, and guess what? I was vibing. You were vi- were you vibing to this movie? Yeah. Did you watch this movie this as movie. a baby? It probably did, but I don't think I remember it because I was a baby. Do you remember it from when we watched it on Monday? Well, I was, I mean, I was a baby then. So. I'm having a hard time remembering this movie. Well, don't worry, Duncan. I've got some notes here. Um, oh, thank God. So, so, it's, so Christmas is coming up, uh, and the movie starts as like a bad meteorologist is telling us that this Christmas is going to be hot. It's going to be a hot Christmas. Because it's it Los is. Angeles. Because it's Los Angeles. Um, at some point, at some point, you know, so, so they're doing the house stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the dad asks one of the, I think the, the friend of the main girl, who I don't remember her name. Uh, uh, he says. Yeah. Brenda he says, Song. Yeah, Brenda we'll Song. He asks Brenda Song. Actress extraordinaire, young Brenda Song. What do you think when you hear bonesforbowser.com? <laughs> That's right. Duncan, what do you think when you hear bonesforbowser.com? I think I think a lot of things. Um you know, I think it's a porn site about Bowser from Mario. Almost certainly it is a porn site for exclusively images of Bowser. Um and its sister site, Bones for Bowser. <laughs> Imagine you're hanging out with your friend. And and your dad just like walks up to your friend and starts talking about his website idea called bonesforbowser.com. <laughs> that's that's what I couldn't get. Was that, was that his idea? Is he just wanted to make a website called bonesforbowser.com? I think that was his job. His job was coming up with domain names. <laughs> it was the dot com boom. Yeah, maybe his job was like getting domain names before companies got to him, and he's trying to like guess that somebody will make a company called Bones for Bowser. He's the he's the guy who like grabbed Pepsi dot sex. <laughs> yeah, he's got like he's got like <laughs> cats dot org. <laughs> uh, and so they're discussing their plans for Christmas. Uh, and and the youngest is like, well, I can't go to church. My basketball tournament is then. <laughs> which is kind of strange because presumably the church is happening on Christmas Eve, which means that a children's basketball tournament is happening on Christmas Eve. That sounds more like a decom than what happened in this movie. Yeah, basketball game happening on Christmas Eve, and it's like Christmas miracle, you know, the underdog team won. Yeah. A, a half-court miracle, one might say, or a full-court miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that every boy in these movies plays basketball? It's like well, every single one of them. Well, it's I mean it's kind of like what ki- little little kids do. I knew like they wish, one kid wish who they actually were... played basketball. Well, you know, there's like kids who are like good at football, but they all wish they could do basketball. That's probably true. But Yeah. Was basketball really big in the 90s? Oh, totally, right? I don't know. I have no idea. That's true. You probably wouldn't know anything about this. <laughs> I don't know history, and I was born after it. That's true. Okay. Uh, Duncan, do you remember what the three crushes uh, are in this movie? Their crushes at school? Blake? What they look like? Oh, yeah. They are... How do you... How, uh, why don't you try and say it? Instead they look of like kids from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie. They do. They, it, it feels wrong to say yeah. that they're not attractive enough. I but it's would very, agree. it's true. But it's true. Like as a kid, I think looking at that, I would be like, I'm cooler than him. Maybe and that maybe was that the would point. Be, yeah, maybe that would be the. I was about, you know, I was, I was, I just realized that saying that made me feel empowered, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe I could tell my crush that I that I like her, you know. <laughs> my my like sixth grade to to fourth grade crush that I like her. Are I you in actually... sixth grade in this scenario? Well, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying like if if I was a kid, re- oh, <laughs> I would be like not even preschool at this point watching this movie. Oh no, the way you said it was like a sixth grader talking to a fourth grader. Oh, I see. No, yeah, basically, what I'm saying is, if I watch this movie as a kid, I think I would. I think I would have like a girlfriend in elementary school. 
Pro- probably, yeah. I think the reason we don't have girlfriends is because of the movies we watched as children. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't watch this movie as a kid, I don't think. I mean, I might have. I Maybe did, when I was though. a baby. You did? Yeah, I remember this movie. Maybe you were getting a snack during the, the this part. Where maybe yeah, maybe I didn't see Blake. Crushes. <laughs> so at this point, um, they ding dong ditch Santa, who's in an old cabin. Santa is in his summer cabin. Yeah, which it's just so funny because it's you know Christmas and he's not at the North Pole. But it feels like summer. You know how it be. It does. It does feel like summer. Um. But then again, at any point, he could have summer if he wanted to Just right. go anywhere. Because this Santa Claus can teleport. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it's so much that they don't ex- they explore it once. I'm pretty sure. He literally only does one teleport. Yeah. But he shows he can do it. Maybe it takes a lot of power. Maybe he's got like a cooldown on it. The cooldown is like six hours. <laughs> it's, it's his racial ability. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a he's got a racial ability which allows him to teleport. His passive is a bad accent. He t- he has to take a long rest to restore his teleportation. <laughs> he's got like his level one cantrip is like make toy. <laughs> that's that's level one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he got a lot of sleeping in. So he does all years. He, he hibernates. <laughs> He sleeps, wakes up, makes one toy, and falls back asleep. Uh, so uh, Santa is getting increasingly frustrated at uh, what appears to be a metal Furby, <laughs> which he chucks through his front door. Yeah. Is his front door open? Or yeah, does it go through the door? No, it's, it's always open for some reason, I think. Yeah, so they ding-dong ditch an open door. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, you know how it is when you like go up to a door as you're ding-dong ditching and it's already open. You're like, well, I, I'm already here. I can't back down Have now. Have you ever ding-dong ditched, Evan? Not a single time. Yeah, dude, I've ding-dong ditched all the time. I go out on my longboard on the weekends. I go around to the, the neighborhood and make my rounds, make my rounds. I'm also a, a, a newsboy, so it kind of works hand in hand. Um, I play, I, I ding dong them and place the newspaper on their, on their floor and I run away and then they go, they open the door and go, oh, my newspaper's here and they pick it up. <laughs> but it's like a really cool prank and I film it every single time. Yeah. From the bushes. Have you ever actually ding dong ditched though? No. No? What is the point? What is the appeal? I don't, I don't get it. it. It's weird because it's like somebody that you're going to see again. Like guaranteed right, to see you again. You live near them, right? But you presumably maybe haven't seen them enough to be like buddy buddy with them. So it's just like it's well, it's like if they're not going to see you is the point. Yeah, you, you you get the satisfaction of seeing them, and they're just like frustrated, and and you're not like haha, gotcha. They're just like why why did that happen? That's so stupid. But you know what? Honestly, nowadays, here's what's going to happen: open the door. Damn, somebody took my package already. Oh yeah. Well, most you know, most people have those Ring uh, cameras. Yeah, ri- yeah. Rich people, the one percent exactly. have Ring cameras. That that has is a direct camera feed to the U.S. government. <laughs> so they can keep watch on everybody's packages. It's the most important thing. It's Santa Claus, basically yeah. keeping it's, watch of your presents that you bought for yourself Santa, from Amazon. Santa Claus in this movie as well demonstrates that he knows every little thing about every single young person in this world. This is a surveillance-based Santa. Yes, this is a very surveillance-based Santa, um, including and up to knowing the, sh- the shoes that every single little girl, it, yes. that he calls them the naughty girls. The, El- the Los Angeles naughty girl list organized by <laughs> foot size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, we, oh my God. It's like, it's like all the past movies have been sort of like pussyfooting around the idea, mm-hmm. which haha pussyfooting. Yeah. Um, and then this one just was like, uh, yeah, this movie is about little girl feet. Of course, Santa Claus would care immensely about little girl's feet. Yeah, because basically what happens is they get the, the 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 metal Furby, and it turns out that it's a weather machine, and so they turn it on, and then you know Santa's like, "Where is it? Where is it?" And so he finds like a footprint in outside of his outside of his house, uh, and 
and they and they and they figure out what girl it is based on just the footprint and so it's really cool they don't figure out who it is based just on the footprint they go to every little girl with a size seven oh, shoe yeah 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 yeah, yeah. They, no they figure out oh, the yeah, exact yeah. make of shoe that it is <laughs> oh, with santa's little girl track, shoe database the the track on the floor that they that they took didn't really have like a shoe print it looked more like somebody had like dug up exactly a shoe print in that in that shape yeah like a completely flat one yeah it looked like a detective's or a marauder's map shoe print it wasn't like oh you know this is like a sketcher's light up you know it whatever was a, it was clip art shoe prints yes yeah just taped generic to the floor. Taped to the floor. Taped to the floor. <laughs> Printed out. Taped to the pebbles. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was. It wasn't like a, it was a very nondescript shoe print. And Santa's like, figured that one out. You got him. But but so, they have to go and interrogate yeah. a bunch of little yeah. girls at the park, in their homes, anywhere. Oh my god. Yeah, this is of course the part where t- Santa teleports in and out of a young girl's house to ask her <laughs> some questions about. Oh my god! About you know what she's what she's been doing recently. And this little girl is uh, licking the bottoms of every chocolate in a chocolate box and putting them back in methodically. Is she? That's what she was doing. That's why she was a I naughty don't, girl. I don't wait. What does that accomplish? I think it's just to be uh, rude. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like, man, I'm not gonna I have the opportunity to steal these chocolates, but you know what? Fuck everybody. These are my chocolates, they can't eat them. Right. Like can you showing her you imagine, eating all the chocolates would have made more sense. Right. Right. Or like hand in a cookie jar, you know, the classic, the exactly. one and the only. Can you imagine if you went to a pastry shop and you were like you're like, Hey, uh, what's up? I wanna try some of your pastries. And they're like, What? And you start grabbing them, and you lick the bottom of them, and you're like, well, I licked them. They're mine now. You can't sell them. Do you remember when uh, famous pop singer Ariana Grande literally did that? She went into yes. a donut yes. store and just licked yes. one of the donuts yes. and put yeah, it back? You know, you know how it be. She's a dangerous woman. She's an L.A. Dangerous naughty woman girl. To, yeah, she's an L.A. naughty girl, dangerous woman to only uh, donut shops. They have her. They have her face posted in all donut shops that says "Do not serve donuts to this woman." They have her face, her name, and her shoe size. Because <laughs> you know what? To be fair, they never think to hide their shoe size. They never you know think. Because like Ariana Grande is a known like disguise person, where she like she'll get in disguises to get into donuts, uh, donut shops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, you know, all the donut shops were like, okay, well, what's something that she doesn't ever change? And it's the, f- it's, and they asked Santa, they were like, hey, Santa, what never changes? And Santa's like, oh, shoe size. And you're like, there you go. Shoe size. Shoe there size never changes. <laughs> all is fair in love and shoe size. <laughs> Star shoe size. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I can't. I uh, the the shoe size on drugs. <laughs> World shoe size too. <laughs> That's just the census of everybody's shoe size. World of shoe size craft. <laughs> An MMO based entirely around your shoe size being your class. Yeah, you pick your you pick your race, which is like flip flop <laughs> boot. Right. Right, uh, uh, flat heel. Oh no, heel would be like character customization. Heel, heel length <laughs> would be character customization. We um, should talk about parts of this movie that aren't about little girls' feet. <laughs> I agree. Um, at at some point, they're like they're figuring out that this machine, this machine works. Um, and there's a lightning strike that happens in their room, and it destroys a lamp. <laughs> it destroys a lamp, and the younger brother's trying to come in. Uh, he's like knocking at the door. He's like, "I know you got me a poster of the Laker girls," which um, translates to, "I know you got me a poster of the Laker girls," because he thinks that his sister got him for Christmas a poster of the <laughs> the, ch- the cheerleaders for the Lakers. Imagine a thirteen-year-old girl buying his her 
younger brother who's eight yeah. years old a poster yeah. of the laker girls imagine being eight years old and being like i want a picture of these hot girls i think that's a eight normal thing years for eight-year-olds old. eight-year-olds to want i don't th- i don't think so i don't think that 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 starts happening until at least like 11 right mm, maybe i don't know different times for different folks i don't really remember being that age honestly yeah, yeah i don't either i don't either um yeah there there's also a part where where they're they're pitching to Mrs. Claus that they automate everything the the two tall elves which was one of yeah. the jokes they told in this movie is what if the one of elves the f- were tall Yeah one of the four I'd say What were the four jokes <laughs> I don't want to it's a I, Okay all right let's all list right, them let's list them Okay first tall joke elves. that they could do Tall elves tall we got elves. that one out of the way Second joke. That elf is dumb. SUV, Santa utility vehicle. That was a joke. Uh-huh. Um, fourth joke uh, is... Oh, <laughs> when the when the weatherman comes to their house and he asks for uh, coffee, and then he continues to list a bunch of time-consuming food. So uh, that he can so... continue to look around the house for the weather-making object. Exactly. Because yeah. he, yeah. he somehow figures he out triangulate he triangulates not only that they have a weather creation device but he knows exactly where it is yeah from his yeah, like apple II just... computer at work yeah and he's like he's like he's like oh you guys want a contest to have an afternoon with me <laughs> that's such a good line for for trying to invade someone's home yeah yeah that's what um that's what vampires do yeah, they walk up to your door and say, actually, you won a contest, but you have to invite mm-hmm. me in legally. Yeah, I'm going to stay out here until you invite me in legally. It's a contest contest thing, so... Yeah. Uh, and then the, the fourth the fourth joke was um, the, uh, the, whole, the whole movie. <laughs> the fourth joke was the, the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the fourth joke might be uh, that this movie doesn't have a theme at all. Yeah, it's just sort of these events happen. No, I think the theme is do your homework, I get. That's the moral. Yeah, but like, that's the moral, but nothing reinforces that. Like, they make one yeah. decision, and it, it yeah. doesn't appear to be a trend with the characters. Mm-mm. There's no there's no shown change either in the characters. And it, uh, it, the the... The reason why she does it isn't entirely just she doesn't want to do her homework. Yeah, she's none also of the like plots. it'd be cool if it snowed on Christmas. Yeah, none of the none of the parts of the movie really rely on the idea that like this is this is because she didn't want to do her homework. It was touched on very slightly that she didn't want to do her homework, and so she was like, she was. But here's what happened: is she was like, ah, oh, I don't want to do my homework, and then discovers the machine, and she's like, well, you know, I want a white Christmas, I want a snow day, that's cool. Yeah, so I think, you know that joke of like, I fed a thousand Olive Garden commercials into an AI and it made this script. (laughs) Yeah, and they're all like, yeah, they're all like. um, Very clearly written by someone. Yeah, Jim from The Office looks into the camera and, 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 and (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's usually a word that doesn't make any sense. But this movie just felt so like paint by numbers children's christmas movie yeah it felt hollow and and like empty it felt like this movie was intended to be translated into 28 different languages and aired on the uh hallmark channel funny you should mention that i've been scrolling through the google images and i think in spanish this movie is just called christmas in california (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine if, it, if that was the name of the movie it's just like la christmas la christmas that's a better name for this movie than the ultimate christmas present i totally agree the I ultimate wonder what christmas happened. present i think refers to the fact that her dad wasn't gonna make it for christmas mm-hmm. but then he did he did and guess what he guess uh, duncan what gift did he have for the wife when he got there a snowflake charm for her charm bracelet Yes, which evidently was was purchased like as a last minute thing. Yeah, for he Christmas, says like the whole thing. He he has a line when he gives it to her that's like, uh, pretty accurate, huh? Or like something stupid like that. Yeah. 
<sighs> oh, I remember. Oh, I remember the actual fourth joke. Oh yeah. Okay, say it. So they're flying in their in their new sled that's like flying in the air. The the and the Santa utility vehicle. <laughs> the SUV, yes. Um, and um, one of the elves says, "Are we supposed to be headed east?" And the other elf says, "No, we're not." And then the other elf, the first elf again, he says, well, that compass is pointing east. And then the other elf says, that's no compass. That's the fuel gauge. And then they fall out of the sky. They fall out of the sky and die. I thought of the other fourth joke of the movie, though. Okay. So maybe there's five. That's Brenda Song's acting skills when she's talking about her dead father. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, I was yep, yeah. So there's a yeah, there's a section in this movie where um, oh, what I don't know exactly what happens, but so, basically so, they're looking. So out what the happens window. is, uh, the main character says to Brenda Song, "My dad might not be able to make it home for Christmas," and then Brenda Song says, "Yeah, I wonder what that's like." <laughs> and then she explains to her, she goes like, "As you know, my father died when I was three. Yeah, as you know. As you know. That's such a thing people, like, only say in movies or business meetings. Right, 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 to make sure that you're on the same page. Yeah, you know, like, as as you know, I have no pants on right now. As you know, my name is Duncan. As you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a much better example. As you know, I really enjoyed this movie, so... (laughs) My bet was that you were going to like this movie more than me. I don't think anybody could like this movie. This is a movie only a mother could love. This really... It's it's so cynical. It's very cynical. It doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. Except for the part... There is a... Oh, I I thought of another joke. I have my hand raised. My hand's raised. I got another joke. Uh... This is the other fourth joke. Yeah. Uh, it's the part where, um, I mean, it's re- it's like relatable humor. Um, it's like one of those sort of jokes where it's like relatable and that's why it's funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, they're like watching the news after all the snow happens in L.A., remember. Uh, and there's a lady who's reading all of the schools, the schools that are closed. She's reading the list and she says one of them and the younger brother's like, yeah. It's my school. Great. I don't have to go to school. I love your impression of this character. It's spot on. It's really good. Um, And then she gets to the end of the list and she goes, and that's all. And then the girl's like, aww. She didn't say my school, which is very obviously covered in snow and there would be no way for me to get there in in this current state of, of L.A. Dang. And then she goes, oh, I forgot one. And she says the name of school, and they celebrate, and then begin montage, and they have a snow day. It's a snow day montage. Everybody loves snow. I and love they all have how Christmas, every they movie... all have uh, winter jackets for some reason too. Yeah, they have winter jackets. They don't have a sled. They they do. That is a clever thing they do, where their sled is a pool um pool pool floaty. Mm-hmm. That's clever. That's clever. The only one. That's pretty clever. That's another joke, I guess. Kind of. That's another joke, I guess. But there, there is a character who has a snowmobile. There is just that a random a pretty guy. central plot point. Yeah. A man in the street riding a snowmobile to work. Yeah. Can you imagine, like every other day, you know, you know, a, you know, a man who sleeps with a knife, a knife under his pillow is a fool for every night except one, right? That's true. Yeah. A, a man who owns a snowmobile in L.A. is a fool every day. Period. Full stop. <laughs> uh, I think I think an easier way to put it is fools own snowmobiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fools. Hey, hey, if you have a snowmobile or any really snow device, yeah, you're a if you're fool. into snow, fuck you. You're a buffoon. You're an absolute cretin. We're coming out hard and strong against the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What are what are they? The luge, uh, more like the losers. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Snowboard, more like I'm bored. Bobsled, uh, more like not knob knob heads. Ooh, <laughs> ski jump, more like pee chumps. Uh, 
Yeah, that's good. Peach ski chumps. Snowboarding's oh cool though. Yeah, snowboarding. Snowboarding's, snowboarding's awesome. actually kind of kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the snow isn't so bad. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I've seen snow before, and every time I see snow, um, I don't ha- I don't have to go to school. That's uh, true. So yeah. Maybe school, but maybe it's no good. Snow good. <laughs> snow good. Phone bad. Snow good. I did. I did. Um. I did think of another one. Okay, go for it. Ice skating. Nice skating. <laughs> that doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? What if I? But it's. it's You're supposed like to a, hate them. It's supposed to be yeah, mean. Yeah, it's. It's sarcastic. Oh. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Really keep them guessing. Yeah. Yeah, because then they go, ah, and you go, ah, just kidding. Nope. You say not. Not. Yeah, you say not. <laughs> nice skating. Not. What else happens in this movie? They go to a candy factory on Main Street? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, um, the the meteorologist who, like, he, he ends up finding the weather device, and he goes he goes bailing out. He's He ended up stealing the snowmobile at some point, and he rides the snowmobile into a candy factory. He crashes and, it through the front door because the and, guy who he stole the snowmobile from jumps out at him in the middle of the road. <laughs> In the exact spot where it was stolen. Yeah, he'd been standing there for multiple hours, apparently. Just waiting for his snowmobile to come back. Right. <laughs> when will my snowmobile return from the war? He probably, like, called the cops, and they told him <laughs> to wait there because they had to drive. And then he's that, like, he's that like uh, image of the guy from Pulp Fiction where he's, like, looking around. Yeah, he's that John Travolta, you know? Jeff. John Travolta. I always forget that name. How do you forget John Travolta? I know his face, and I know he was in Greece and stuff like that, but I always forget his name. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, so, so he ends up, yeah, he ends up driving through the front of this factory, and he rolls into like a vat of chocolate. And, and he very gets, like, clearly in the shot, yeah. he gets chocolate on the weather device. But in the next one, he's perfectly holding it up, so it's completely clean. Yeah, yeah, and then he like takes off his goggles or whatever, and like. I guess he gets out because then when the rest of the team gets there, they like find his fingerprints and stuff like that. His footprints. Yeah. Yeah. And so they track him to a spot where there's like a bunch of chocolate dripping and like one of the elves is dripping on his hand and he just starts. Mmm, chocolate. Yeah. This is <laughs> he the puts elf. his hand back to get more. This is the elf who's played by Patrick Starr and yeah. also the He's... mummy from Under Wraps. Yeah, and also it's it's the it's the elf who did the very funny empty fuel joke. Mm-hmm. He's one the one the who's two. like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, is that uh, ooh, 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 compass pointing east?" Ooh, ooh. He's a caveman. Mm-hmm. He's a caveman. Yeah. He's but it's like the opposite. So he's not excited about fire. He's excited about snow. Do you remember the scene in the garage? I think so. Why were they in the garage? You mean when they were repairing the weather machine? No. Oh, so, no, the scene in the garage. Yeah, so... so. Why was Santa in the garage? I don't know why Santa was in the garage, but they were going down to the garage to get a toolbox to put the the metal fur, the weather furby in. Right, they're looking for it. a lead box. Yeah, which, you know, Dad has. Dad has a lead box. Yeah, Dad has a lead box. That's why our, my little brother's so messed up, from the lead box. <laughs> from the lead box that's where my the, my younger my little brother was was born and raised in a lead box <laughs> that's why he's got a bull haircut <laughs> it's the, it's the only gr- kind of haircut that works in a lead box all the other ones <laughs> they fall out yeah it just grows naturally into a bull haircut man imagine if your hair all grew at once and you could never not have a bull haircut like you had to like you had there was no way to like shape it at all mm-hmm. it was just you, you know that a permanent like, bull haircut you know that like part in the hercules movie where they pull the string taut and try and cut it yes and that's what happens but unless you cut, cut it into a bull cut yeah <laughs> there's there's like a there's a lock and key at the top of your scalp and what happens is is at the top of the bowl that they used to measure the bull haircut there's like a sort of unlocking mechanism uh just to make sure that you're doing it right I'm looking up bowl cuts online, and there's some there's some good looking bowl cuts, which is weird. 
<laughs> I guess it was just one. It didn't look like a bowl cut at all. I I feel like I feel like um, Steve from Stranger Things, his actor, would get a bowl cut. In fact, I think he did. Or was that a, just a mullet? I, I don't, don't know. I've never. I've haven't watched Stranger Things. Yeah, he got a weird haircut after season three. That everybody was like, "Dude, <laughs> what if oh, Santa no. had a bowl cut?" Can you imagine Santa? Can you imagine Santa? But like, did Fred have a bowl cut? I'm just gonna pretend Fred had a bowl no, cut. So we Fred can talk about Fred real like... quick. Don't wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I want to play in this space where Santa is Fred. <sighs> I don't like that, so I'm going to actually explain what Fred's hair is like to you. So, you know Smosh? <laughs> yes. On one end, you have the Ian Hecox bowl cut. At yes. the other, the Anthony Padilla scene hairstyle. Right. In the Venn diagram in between, there's there's whatever the fuck Fred was doing. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> I don't know. Why, would, why don't we ask him? Fred, why don't you come on in? Hey, Fred, we got Fred here in the... <laughs> Studio. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. I'm not going to pitch up your audio track. Hey, guys, it's Fred. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, uh, it was nice. Yeah, it was, it was nice. nice. It was nice <laughs> having nice you. Say bye, you. Fred. On, on, the last, on, on the last episode of yeah. Decon. Why don't you say goodbye? Evan, we're trying, to, we're trying to make this one good. Come on, man. Bye. For the SEO. <laughs> well, now we can say featuring we Fred. Can't. What's better than that? No one cares. What do you mean? Yeah, people who are looking for decoms and wanting to go on that nostalgia trip absolutely want to hear from Fred. You might actually be completely right about that. Like, what? what's he up to nowadays? But I want to talk about the garage scene more. Yeah, I agree. So they they all meet in the garage for some reason. The two girls and Santa and his elves. And they're, like, interrogating them. It's it's so weird. It's so hard to watch. It's like yeah, it's very bizarre, creepy. And Santa's going into way too much detail about the stuff they do secretly. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like he's like, and you get so upset about this because you feel like you're not able the, to the, do this. What for he your says friends. is like, you dance in your room like, to Ricky Martin music when no one knows. And she's like, okay, okay, fucking stop, stop. And then he goes to the other girl and he says, uh, sometimes. You think your family isn't really that perfect, even though everyone says it is. And she's like, "Oh my God, he's really Santa. Oh my God, oh my he knows God. Me. <laughs> How would he know that? He he. And then he goes to the younger brother and he goes, "You like Ricky Gervais jokes. <laughs> you, you like the Laker girls a little too much. May, maybe calm down. <laughs> he's like, "Whoa, you're eight. Wow, how do you know? You're on my L.A. Naughty Boy list." <laughs> oh, now that one's almost certainly an iPhone <laughs> app. LA Naughty Boys. <laughs> LA Naughty Boys sounds like a really good name for like a two-person rap duo. It sounds like like a roller derby team. That's really what it sounds like. It's a roller derby team. But they do it naked and everybody that's why it's so modern cuz I feel like naked roller derby would be the most dangerous sport of all time. <laughs> It's not it's not like ice skates. It's it's roller derby. It's a different thing. I don't think that'd be too dangerous. You're going so fast. Yeah, but you're go you go fast in other things. Yeah, but like they crash into each other on purpose and knock each other over. No, but like oh wait. That's what a roller derby right, is. Right. A roller derby would be that. Yeah, but that yeah, would be like just, it's not a nude a roller skating rink. No, but like that's like this the only way you can get fighting on roller skates. That's the only way you can get people to watch movies anymore is if people are nude in them. This isn't a movie. This is a sport, Evan. Well, yeah, but you'd make the documentary about them. Why would you make a documentary about a sport? So people know about it, and people will go, "Oh, I want to do that." And then they'll, the the naughty there'll be more naughty boys in L.A. Yeah. Hey guys, have you heard of basketball? I just watched this sick documentary. Nobody's <laughs> talking about basketball. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> There's probably a dead basketball documentary that shows the. No, there is, but it's about like specific. Things, not yeah. just a sport. Well, yeah, but there's like small sports. Like people might not know about cup stacking until they watch a documentary about it. Oh, you! This is such a film student thing to say, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be real with you, yeah. as a normal person, <laughs> a documentary about a sport sounds like the worst. Well, no, it's like, are you kidding me? You're not. That's not a like. There are docu. There are lots of doc. Have you been on the inter? Uh, there's like I've seen them before. 
Very cogent. Yeah. Okay. I think I get it now. <laughs> You've seen them before. I've seen them before. They they're on they're on the internet. Some of them are shorter, and they're like they're like this is how fast this guy can do. This guy can stack cups. You're right, and we should invent nude roller derby so that someone can make a documentary. Yeah, because then we can profit off of it. You can just pro- you can just profit off of things without making movies. <sighs> Disney. Disney. <laughs> you could you can, you don't have to make a movie to profit off of a Christmas. You don't have to keep making Star Wars movies. <laughs> Everybody will just buy yeah. the Star Wars stuff anyway. Did you see that they they have for sale in their like in their like official Disney stores in Disneyland just a shirt with the Disney Plus logo on it? That's incredible. Like holy shit. Like can you imagine going, "Oh, I'm in the most wonderful place on earth and I want to remember my time here at Disneyland." Oh shit, Disney Plus. I'll wear yeah, that on my plus shirt. That's like if you had a shirt that just said Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like any shirt that just has a logo on it should probably be given to you for free. <laughs> Unless it's Nirvana. <laughs> Unless it's band. I guess band merch. But yeah, like big company logos. I totally agree. No, I think even Nirvana at this point, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be paying for a Nirvana shirt because who's who's really getting the money for that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can just buy it off of your off of your off of your like older friends. You know what I mean? Actually, that's how the electricity is generated in Seattle. Is every time you buy a Nirvana shirt, Kurt Cobain rolls in his grave, and the magnets they put on him generate power for the city. <laughs> and that's a renewable source of energy, folks. It, it's. <laughs> That one's never going to stop. Powered by grunge and angst. Can you, can you imagine if, like, you had you, your house was entirely self-sufficient and that's because you, like, had a famous person buried in your backyard? <laughs> you have a famous person buried that you just insult? You're just like, you're just like, um, like Hans shot first. I don't know. Is Greedo dead? Is Greedo <laughs> Bury him in your backyard. Hot. Is Greedo dead? That's an important question. <laughs> all you have to do, all you have to you, do, is say. Maybe Han you can shot find first. out if you buy if you buy Disney Disney, Disney Plus, Plus and catch the Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what I think we need to do? I think we need to pitch a show to Disney. Well, I think honestly, that sounds like a good idea in theory, but they have High School Musical: The Musical, <laughs> which is so close to something that I would think of. <laughs> And that sucks. So well, but ours would just be ours would just be like it would be like a retrospective show, where we show it's like a clip show where we show clips from the movie, we goof on it, we talk about it, but then we like are in the end we're like this is a really good movie and you can watch it right here on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Why would you put that on a streaming service? It wouldn't be on the streaming service. It would be on YouTube for for everybody to watch to advertise it. I. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here's a- I feel gross thinking about doing something like that, would- even though that's that is so close to what we're currently doing. <laughs> it would be you and me, sort of sitting on like a, a an Ellen type set, and we'd have like we'd have we'd be able to have oh. guests on Duncan. Oh, and we'd be like we'd be like we'd have our own little band that plays only ska. Oh man, uh, and it would be like just sort of like a really cool late night show that appears, you know, maybe even maybe on Disney Plus, and it would be like a behind the scenes of like all your favorite decoms. Okay, you know what? I'll do this only if it's based on Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> if it's on the Sunny Eclipse stage, and Sunny Eclipse is our band. So what is Sunny Eclipse? It. Sunny Eclipse is is a quote unquote attraction at Disney World. He's an animatronic alien oh. who plays like I guess jazz music yeah. in a in a like food court yeah. in Tomorrowland. Now I remember S O N N Y. Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like he's, he's they sort of added him there in in a in a food court. I think I've I think I've actually like sat for an entire Sunny concert at one point. One of my favorite things about him is uh he has background singers, but instead of making animatronics, they sort of lampshade it and just say that they're invisible in one of the songs. Yeah, it's so good. It's so clever, and it works so well. That's environmental storytelling. 
Can you imagine? It's literally not. Can you imagine? Because they're telling you oh, what's yeah. happening. I guess it's the exact opposite it's, of environmental it's, story. It's literal though. exposition. It's, yeah, it's ex- it's <laughs> straight up. Like, can it's you tell? Don't show. And and they make sure that you can't get up there, so you can't accidentally bump into the singers. But if you were to get up there, they're just walking out of your way. They're the world's most advanced animatronics. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine? I do want to just drop this one here <clears throat> in the in the sort of ethereal bucket. Uh, a co-branded FNAF experience with Sunny. Oh, like Sunny jump scaring five, you? Five Nights at Freddy's, of course. Yeah, like Sunny comes alive and he's like, "I want to give you good food," but then like in the end, it's not scary, but you think it's gonna be. But he appears there, and then like all the lights turn on, and he's there, and he's like, "Here, try this. I think you're really gonna like it, uh, and you can buy it at Disneyland." I could totally see Disney doing some sort of Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff with like yeah a bunch of underrepresented animatronics they have, like that dragon. <laughs> That, like, imagination dragon or whatever. All they would have to do to make it the scariest game ever, the one that people would just, like, avoid the most, uh, is just have it play Small World after all. Oh, my... God. Yeah, you could do Small World, that dragon... What's his name? I don't know. You could it's do like the Yeti. Tinkle or something. The Yeti from... Um, the, the Yeti? Yeah, that, that The Yeti from down. the mountain, Sunny Eclipse, and this is my pitch for the new Kingdom Hearts world. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts... <laughs> A, a, a dozen of nights at Disneyland. Oh man, and and the Sora when you're playing as Sora in it, he looks like a wax figure. <laughs> and then get, and then like Matt Pat will make a video about it and be like, secretly these are the same world. These are these happen in the same world. Freddy Fazbear is is in the same world as Kingdom Hearts, guys. Can you believe it? Which means that Chicken Little probably went to Freddy Fazbear. And ate a you pizza. could totally put Chicken Little in this Five Nights at Freddy's game. No one cares about Chicken Little. <laughs> yeah, when is the last... Here's a good question. When is the last time you personally thought about Chicken Little outside, in, like, individual, independent of uh, Kingdom Hearts? Okay. I was gonna... I was about to say, um... Uh, pretty recently, actually. <laughs> but that's not that surprising. Yeah. The only thing I've ever thought about from that movie after watching that movie is the joke where the big pig guy is like eating a bunch of corn and they think that it's like guys with chainsaws and they're scared. But it's like he's actually so eating corn. So I've never seen the movie. Yeah. But I do actually remember last time I thought of it. It was last month when I was on Twitter and I got a promoted tweet <laughs> of Zach Braff talking about Pokemon Go. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, and that moved to Chicken Little? Zach Braff played Chicken Little. Oh, right, oh, right. But I just looked at it and went, this, this is the least relevant thing I've ever seen. <laughs> in, yeah, Pokemon Go now is is an interesting sort of thing. Zach Braff now is sort of an interesting <laughs> thing. What does he do? Well, he did. Scrubs ended so long ago. Oh, that was Zach Braff. That's so weird that that was also Chicken Little. That JD was Chicken Little? Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 popular on Twitter. He tweeted... Oh, he tweeted about gerrymandering eight hours ago, so that's sort of what he's up to. Nice. All right. <laughs> so, Evan, what did you think of the ultimate Christmas present? I... Oh, shit, Duncan. Mm? He was in... Video games, the movie. Okay. All right. Is that a documentary? I don't know, but I hope it isn't. That's why you got that. It does have an 18% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it is It is a documentary. Why was he in a documentary? Did he make this? Will Wheaton's the one who like narrated, I think. Oh, no, Sean... Sean Austin's the one who narrated it. So I wonder why Zach Braff's in it. Maybe he's just like, I really like video games, and I'm an actor, so they're valid. The cast list is so funny. It's just like a bunch of actors, and then out of nowhere, Hideo Kojima. (laughs) (laughs) Hideo Kojima finally getting an IMDb credit. (laughs) (laughs) But what did you think of the movie, Evan? Is it... Can I... uh, can I give it Reggie Fuse? I'm sorry, Reggie Fuse is in this movie. This is the best movie ever. I'm gonna give it a one right. out of ten. Holy shit! You think this was worse than you Lucky Dog? <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. All right. Nothing happened in this movie. Nothing happened in this movie. That's true. But at I... least with you, lucky dog, it felt like, oh my god, what are they doing? I don't know. I felt I felt the opposite way. I felt like there was at least some interesting, funny parts. I'm gonna give this like a three. I think. Yeah, there was an interesting, funny part um, where they they find the uh, the 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 meteorologist. That's the part where the hand, the the truck was dripping on his hand. Uh, and it like pans up to him and he looks like the peanut butter baby from Vine and he's cradling the weather machine. He does look like the peanut butter baby from Vine. Yeah, and that is pretty funny. And then he falls and he gets, he gets tarred and feathered with cotton One candy. One out of 10. And then they turn on the, they turn on the, the weather machine indoors, which previously had made the weather happen indoors, but they turned it on into like sun mode indoors. Uh, and it did not burn down the, um, the thing so that's why i gave it a one but he put the new batteries in it oh yeah that's right he was fixing it for a long time and he couldn't figure it out and the girl was like well did you fix the batteries and he goes <laughs> i used my batteries ever Barry. and then he goes uh no i didn't and then he fixes it yeah what do you think Everberry is a, is a product placement for ever marry evan ever marry I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Everberry, it's Mary because it's Christmas. Evermary is a brand of... That's That was the batteries were called. No, his batteries were Everberry. They were not Everberry. They were Everberry. Why would they be called Berry? I don't know, but it was like... I'm pretty sure it was Evermary. Well, it, 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 it was spelled E-V-E-R-B-E-R-R-Y, so... <laughs> I don't... Well, the logo was a little. I'm gonna fact check this. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut while I'm fact checking. All of the synopsises of this movie just say he he used the wrong batteries. (laughs) There's also a lot of websites claiming that batteries are the ultimate Christmas present to give someone. (laughs) Wait, not anymore. (laughs) Like no, in 2009 maybe. All right, I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Email us if you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> email us if you watch this movie. <laughs> and what's that email again, Evan? And that is decomcastmail at gmail.com. Check it every day. You say it, say it again so and they remember. And that's D-C-O-M. <laughs> Wait, yeah. D-C-O-M-C-A-S-T-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. Perfect. Once again, that's so, decomcastmail. Okay, no, we're good. We're good. Two's good. Two's good. Gmail.com. I thought comedy was threes. What is the next movie do you know i do not but um i want to i want to i want to uh bring up a new uh segment of this show okay it's called all right i'm open it's called it's called oopsie i'm still workshopping the name it's the workshop in the okay. name okay why is it called well okay what happens in this new segment all right i'm gonna go on the imdb page of the movie in question and I'm going to go to the goofs section. Oh, no. The mess-ups, the errors in a movie. I feel like we're going to notice more errors than have ever been written down on the internet about these movies. <laughs> there is more than 10 goofs for this movie. Oh, my God. All right. Um, and go through the best ones. And I am gonna, I'm going to read one of these. This one is, is, is categorized revealing mistakes. When the text appears, Antarctic Weather Station, Antarctica is spelled without an A. Oh, shit. They, f- they fucking forgot it. I can't Antarctic? believe... Antarctic? Is that even a word? Come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's not an adjective that describes a weather station. Uh, okay, um, here's another one. <laughs> um, when Edwin Antarctic arrives... Antarctic is a word. Huh? Antarctic is just a word. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the why it's that's why it's funny. <laughs> oh, the, I didn't even. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> no, I I was like, oh, okay. An- Antarctic weather weird. station. Yeah, no, that yeah. totally makes sense. Why is that listed as a goof on IMDb? Because it's IMDb. Anybody can do anything on it. We need to fix that. There are three entry. Yeah, <laughs> we need to find one to fix. Um, uh. There are there are there are multiple there are multiple things saying that the power is out and things are still working. <laughs> oh, ding. Ding. 
I guess this is kind of a ding, isn't it? What, what do you mean, reading the IMDb <laughs> mess-ups? Yes, that's a ding. <laughs> so maybe we call it... Um, Maybe we call it Cinema Wins and we explain why those goofs are okay. Decom Sins. Decom Sin. Decom, come, decom on down and sit on down with us. Decom on down and sin with us. <laughs> sin with us. So obviously with the power being out, um, Christmas Magic, that one's easy. That's why yeah. those things work. Well, also... It seems like the dad and mom both work from home, so they probably have some sort of emergency backup power. Yeah, totally. There's so many different ways. They could have had a generator. I mean, that was a really big garage. Right, and they had a lead box in there, too. What does this guy do for his job? What does he do for uh, boners for Bowser or whatever the fuck? <laughs> that should be a goof. The words boners for Bowser. I think it was just bones. It was bones for Bowser, but... But we all know how we really feel. And it, the The... <laughs> The full one's bonesforbowser.com. Can you imagine, like, making a dot-com joke and going, ah, oh, this is going to be relevant? I mean, it still kind of is. Kinda, <laughs> in a, in a way, it kind of is. I guess you're right. It's one of the few... I, that one specifically still feels very relevant. Bones for Bowser? Bones for Bowser. And and the best part was with that one is the girl was like, uh, I don't know, like a dog? And he goes, Bingo. <laughs> perfect as what if, if he's trying to hide it what if you modernize this this and he's like what do you think of this twitter handle at bones for bowser <laughs> like he's trying to come up with his own twitter handle. i guess maybe he could, that would actually make a lot of sense because he's like like a, like a movie about a dad trying to do like funny tweets like a dad trying to make a viral dog account Oh, man. <laughs> that would be so bad. It's just the movie is called Bowser Rates Dogs. Bowser Rates Dogs. And, of course, it gets conflated with the Mario Bowser. It's a dog with a blog. It's the dog with the blog movie. <laughs> dog with the blog. I wonder what Bones for Bowser redirects to now. Should I visit the website? I think you should. Do you want to read the uh, plot synopsis of the next movie? Maybe? Yeah, what's the next movie? It's Xenon the Sequel, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. That's so relieving. Oh, my God. That's it's so, so relieving. relieving. Oh, holy shit. I know. Right? Like, oh my I feel God. like we've been really just in a drought of just the worst Megaplex we had. I think it's at this point that they went, all right, our new ideas are bad. <laughs> Let's get back this to is basics. The first, this is the first uh, sequel. I guess it's yeah. a sequel, but it's still a Yeah, it's sequel. still a sequel, sequel. I hope that it doesn't put us to sleep. You know what I mean? Zequel, the, oh, the non-habit good. forming sleep aid. That's good. That's good. This episode yeah. is brought to you by <laughs> Zequel. Um, guys, go to zequel.com slash decomcast to be able to get $20,000 off of your order. I think bonesforbowser.com is open, by the way. Can we? Wait. We're not doing it. I'm doing Wait. it. Okay, hold I'm on. doing it right Do now. I am redirecting this to our podcast. This is such a bad idea. Are you kidding me? Domains are so easy to get. No, I don't mean like it'll be difficult. I just mean like this like you have to like register domains to you as a person. Yeah. So you're going to be the person running bonesforbowser.com. All right, I'm googling it. I'm I'm looking for it. Usually I'm a little bit faster on that. Yep, it is available. Oh my god, it's available for $12 oh a year, Duncan. <laughs> dollar a month yeah is that worth it that's absolutely worth it i don't think it's worth check it. out well actually it might be and i can make it redirect immediately <gasps> duncan oh my god we can get emails that are <laughs> our name at bonesforbowser.com <laughs> oh no <laughs> so guys if you if you know the answer to our question before make sure to email us at <laughs> evan at bonesforbowser.com oh my god God. This is perfect. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh, this is great. This is the best thing to happen to this show. <laughs> All right. You know, I was saying we got to hit out of the park. We nailed it. We nailed it. This is the best. We one. nailed it. All right, let me read let me read Xenon. Yeah. Go ahead. 
armed with a restricted zone roaming pass awarded to her for heroism. 15-year-old Xenon Carr and her best friend Nebula stir up trouble all over the space stay. Yes, yes. When their antics come to the attention of Commander Plank, he sentences Xenon to work in the alien patrol lab, where she will spend hours waiting for signs of life. After Xenon receives what she believes to be a radio signal from an alien, she tries to convince the skeptical crew. Okay, this sounds dope as hell. Oh, I this can't is be wait. Dope as hell. The oh my god, oh my god. The they use the font from um from the chats in Terraria for the for the logo of this movie. Oh my god, they do. That's so wild. This movie's gonna be the bomb, guys. Cetus Lapidus, she's back. That's what it says on the poster. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was going to be the end of the episode. <laughs> no, we got to do bets, man. Oh, right. <laughs> How did you forget? Uh, it's like the th- it's like the thing we do. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, so here's my bet. Okay. Earth, her Earth boyfriend. <laughs> Will just not even be in the movie. I, I think without a doubt that's exactly what's going to happen. They just cut him out. Yeah, she's going to fall in love with an alien, probably. I do think that that band is going to play though at some point. Oh, oh, uh, Mike, microbe, mm-hmm. microbe, microbe. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited, dude. I, I, this has been like, uh, we've been like, it's like we were crawling in the desert, and Disney was like, hey, how about got this movie for you guys it's called xenon the sequel and we started crying and we started crying and then we slurped up those tears because we cannot waste we cannot oh, waste we that. can't i'm so i'm so excited I'm so uh excited. what other you got any other bets on it um what do you think the alien's gonna be like i don't think we're gonna see it yeah i was kind of thinking it might be like a more of like an entity kind of alien yeah like a board or like a space sort of whale yeah. or something but it could also just be like a guy who's a little different, like a Vulcan. It could be just like that's the moral of the story is that aliens are just like us. <laughs> They're not so bad after all. They're just like us. Why do you think that's the moral of every one of these movies? Aliens put on their pants two legs at a time or one leg at a t- one tentacle at a time. What if just like us? The alien is a vampire. Oh. Because there's no sun in space. They, hmm? Well, so they're kind of that's where it is. That's where well, Sun he, uh, is. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> we don't know. Um, I do. Uh, I did take a science class. And I remember we had a whole unit about where are suns. Uh, and they decided at the ends of family trees. But the thing is, the thing is, space is nighttime. <laughs> you forget that space is nighttime. <sighs> That's simple scientific fact. Space, space is nighttime. You've got me there. That is how nighttime do. Nighttime is described as... Nighttime is when you can look at space. Is when you can see space. When you can see the stars in space. Oh, wait. When you can see the stars of space. That's kind of weird. Wait, maybe... I've got an idea. I'm raising my hand again. Can you call on me? Yeah, uh, Evan? What if, what if vampires are only allergic to our sun? That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. If you teleport them to Mars, they're going to be fine. Evan. <laughs> Evan? It's a different sun. It's the same sun. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a polysunner. How would that even work? Every planet has its own sun. Is that not clear? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll find out on, in Xenon, the sequel. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe we'll find once and for all that there is a little light bulb in the sky. It's I can't wait for this movie. This is going to be so, so good. So excited. Catch us next episode. Make sure to subscribe. I don't know if you haven't yet. Yes, to Disney Plus. To Disney Plus and to this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you can actually easily watch these movies that we talk about. Yeah, it'll be perfect. It's great. We're not sponsored by Disney Plus. We just want people to <laughs> start searching. No, you know what? Decoms. We're not sponsored and we would never be. We're never no. going to sell out. No, we no, never we're never going to want to make money from this venture ever <laughs> i mean honestly <laughs> honestly i probably won't yeah i don't really care that much yeah i feel I'm like ha- i'm having a good time i feel like i would i i, I am going to be okay if we don't <laughs> it's worth it for for the goofs 
and the gaffs and having but, bones you know, for Bowser.com. We got, we got website bills to pay now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh anyways make sure you tell a friend about mm-hmm. about disney plus force a friend to watch xenon the sequel with you <laughs> you yourself could watch xenon the sequel yeah go watch the movie go treat yourself it's gonna be a good one i i guarantee it uh-oh it's gonna be a good one all right. Well, let's. Uh, we'll see you for the apology next week. Bye. Bye.